don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's March 8th and time for your Social and 6 update. It's been another busy fortnight in social with plenty of things to update you on and we've covered the biggest, including Pinterest investment in video and AR, Twitter's plans for super follows and communities, and TikTok's latest initiative to help brands on the platform. Now, some of you might remember Joe Glover from the Marketing Meetup, who's been on Social Minds before. Well, tomorrow, Theo and I will be hosting a Marketing Meetup webinar at 8.30 a.m. UK time, talking about all things podcasting. So if you want to join us there, we'll leave the link in the description of this episode. And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. We really appreciate it. Now, without further ado, let's get started. First up today, Twitter announces new super follows and communities. On our last episode of Social In 6, we spoke about the possibility of paid for Twitter features. Since then, Twitter has revealed that it'll be launching a super follow feature, which lets you charge for exclusive content and a communities feature for specific interests and topics. Super follows are set to work a bit like Patreon, where people get more content the more they want to pay. But what that content is and how much you charge is up to you. From early screenshots, we can see one option to pay $4.99 per month for a supporter badge, newsletters, deals, discounts, community access, and exclusive content. Communities, on the other hand, are similar to Facebook groups, and I imagine they're going to be like what lists should have been, because let's face it, nobody actually uses lists. This update could also help you segment your followers and deliver specific content to each individual group, rather than shouting into the void at everybody. Now, Pinterest is investing in video, AR, and content creators. Pinterest held its first virtual event for marketers last week, the Pinterest Presents Summit, and there it announced several new features and a new creator program. Those features include a video ad targeting tool, more augmented reality filters, and additional insights for trends, conversion, and usage. Pinterest has had a fantastic year for growth, and it wants to capitalize on that by bolstering its offering for advertisers and creators. Pinterest has always been seen as a place for static imagery and more of a search tool than a social platform. But with additions across video and AR and recent updates like its story pins, the platform is becoming more social first. What we know for sure is that Pinterest is perfect for discoverability as a visual search engine. People go here to find products, inspiration and information on how to do things. That's where creators come in. Pinterest wants to expand its demographics and attract more men, black-owned businesses and Gen Z. And getting a community of content creators on board to demonstrate its new video and AR features is the best way to do that. I have four words for you. I love this company. Next up, LinkedIn has made three new updates to company pages. 84 years later, LinkedIn has finally added swipe up links to stories, meaning you can direct your followers and connections to external pages. Unlike Instagram, these aren't limited by how many followers you have either. LinkedIn has also added product page lead generation forms. So now if someone clicks on one of your products on a LinkedIn product page, they're prompted to fill in a form requesting more information along with their contact details, company name, seniority and job title for you to follow up with. Lead gen forms are already a LinkedIn advertising feature, but this update means businesses can use them in product pages for free. Finally, it's added a My Company tab in Pages, which incorporates some of LinkedIn Elevate's key features without the paid subscription fee. If you didn't already know, LinkedIn Elevate is an employee advocacy tool that lets you distribute content across your employee network. LinkedIn says users are 14 times more likely to share content from their own company than from other companies. And we know that posts from people outperform company posts. 
the My Company tab essentially takes the manual labor out of it and lets page admins select and curate content for their employees to share. We no longer have to go to a store during limited hours, stock the aisles looking for a product, and then wait in checkout lines. Next up, Facebook has expanded its shops rollout. Facebook Shops launched in May 2020 in the US, but it has just been made available to users in the UK and Canada. Shops come with a full product catalogue and native checkout, and you can talk to customers through Messenger, Instagram Direct, or WhatsApp. You can enable customers to track their orders and customise the shop front with your own branding and colours. It's also completely free for brands to set up. Think of it as a mini website within Facebook. It essentially streamlines the shopping experience for customers who find your brand through Facebook and means they don't have to go anywhere else to complete their journey, which of course is good news for Facebook too. The fun part is your Facebook shop highlights your recent content, so you can include things like lookbooks or instruction videos alongside relevant products. Pay attention to TikTok culture and popular trends. Then adapt your ads to fit, for example, TikTokers respond to ads that feel real. Like this video? TikTok has launched a TikTok for Business account with content tips for brands. TikTok has created an account with tips for brands on the platform, which you can find at TikTok for Business. They've kicked it off with a mini-series called Driving Performance, which does what it says on the tin and explains how brands can perform better on TikTok. The advice so far? Create authentic ads that feel real to TikTok's audience, get your key message across in the first three seconds, and include clear calls to action at the end. The advice is pretty basic, but TikTok wants to make it as easy as possible for brands to get involved. TikTok has been putting a lot of work into education on its platform recently, with its new e-commerce education portal, Seller University, which explains how brands can utilize its commerce products, and its creator marketplace, which helps brands collaborate with relevant influencers on the platform. This business account makes sense to that end. And being a visual platform, it means that TikTok can show brands what they mean rather than just tell them. And finally, Twitter is experimenting with shopping cards. Twitter cards have been around for a while. They're basically tweet attachments for photos, videos, and links. But the other day, Twitter confirmed it's now testing a new card specifically for shopping, which features a product name and the price, the brand's name, and a shop button that links to a transaction website. And if I'm not mistaken, this would be Twitter's first foray into organic e-commerce features. Back in 2015, they tested a product and place feature, which was basically a dedicated product tab in profiles, but it never rolled out fully. The rise of social commerce we've seen since then, though, suggests that Twitter's recent efforts will prove more successful. As well as shopping cards, Twitter said it's testing more e-commerce features during last week's Analyst Day presentation, but it didn't state exactly what these would be and that it wants to refine the app's back-end capability first to make sure it can handle lots of people trying to shop via Twitter. For me, um, the Pinterest story is what stands out. The fact that they're investing in video and augmented reality, which will of course enrich the experience for users, but it's also really good news for brands in terms of things that you can do with it. So if you think about something like recipes, instead of just seeing an infographic or a picture of a nice cake that then links you to a recipe website, people could be served with a video recipe from your brand or a creator that you work with, or even an augmented reality that shows the ingredients you need to use laid out on your kitchen counter. Another interesting story for me is Twitter. Now, Twitter has been upping the ante with products lately. Things like super follows and communities, for me, really make sense for the platform, especially communities. When you think about the subgroups that already exist on Twitter, like marketing Twitter, black Twitter, alt Twitter, science Twitter, etc., there is definitely a demand for communities on the platform already. 
I'm also excited about the potential with native commerce on Twitter, which is something we haven't seen before. I don't actually know why they haven't made more of an effort in social commerce until now, because people already use Twitter to discover products. I've got a stat here that says 40% of users buy products after seeing them on Twitter, and that's according to Oberlo. But if Twitter follows in Facebook and Instagram's footsteps, we could also see other features like product tags or an in-app checkout feature come to the platform in future. Make sure you tune in next week when we're joined by Kyle Elliott, who is the Senior Global Social Media Manager at Adidas, and we're talking about all things sports marketing. And if you're wondering where Theo is this week, don't worry, he's very much alive and well, he's just taking some much needed time off, so he'll be back next week too. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. 